This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Let's talk about the Watchmen, dog. Um, so what I did do is I went and rented the movie, the Watchmen, from um, iTunes, Apple, mm-hmm. and shit like that, and watched it. And that was another thing; I fell asleep like four times watching that shit. Yeah, it was way too long. You know what I'm saying? It was way and too and long. it was too late when I started watching yeah. it last night. Well, Saturday night, but I ended up. I'm glad I did watch it because yeah. it made a couple more things. Yeah, a couple more things like you could understand HBO to Watchmen without watching it at yeah. all. But I got Easter eggs like, oh, shit, yeah. oh, that's the same password that uh-huh. they use. Or, oh, he caught the bullet. That was a, you know what I'm saying? There was certain yeah. things I'm like. And there's certain pieces that from the movie and from the book, because um, it was it was a comic series that they just compiled all together and made into one graphic novel. Um, there were some things that the TV show didn't really explain thoroughly like they didn't give you all of the background behind why dr manhattan had gone to mars and i'm putting that in quotes because that wasn't where he was actually at but that was a little more thoroughly explained in the book and then in the film yeah because this was a um yeah it wasn't a treatment this was like loki this was just this was after so the creator of the watchman show said i wanted to remix the entire series i didn't want to reboot it and like re-kickstart what had already been started. I wanted a remix. And he introduced completely new characters. Regina King's character was not a character in The Watchmen. Like, she was created. Um, Probably the main character, other than Dr. Manhattan, Rorschach, was barely... They talked about him on the show. He wasn't even on the show. Like I didn't get it when they said the Rorschach mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't know... What that and was about. So a lot of people who critique the show were mad at the Rorschach character, one, not being that involved he in the show. Be. Couldn't be. But also the way that they sort of made him like the leader of the cavalry, 7th Cavalry, because he started out as a hero. So they like, now you didn't kind of shifted his entire narrative. Like If you watch the comic. Yeah, that month. I mean, he was a he was a he was yeah. a, he was fighting on the good side. Yeah, I don't know if he was ever a and good that's, person. So that's kind of so what the entire series about is about. All of them were vigilantes. All of them. Every single nobody was technically a hero. So did any of these niggas have superpowers? Because it seemed like they had superpowers, but they was human. They were very much human. The only one that I would say had powers was Doctor Manhattan. Well, clearly, Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but everybody else was like, no, I'm just smart, and I created something that I do, or created like a machine that does this, or I just scrap, or I built this shield awesome that does this, whatever his name yeah, yeah. is. Like, he was too fucking strong. Yeah. Catching yeah. bullets and shit, like, even caught one in his actual hand. Yeah, yeah. Caught like, the joint and, and crushed it. Like, like you see yeah. that much bent up. Yeah. And how the fuck he beat the fuck out of uh, the comedian in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this nigga, like, he got some powers. Yeah, so, but he was just, so he's one of them kind of similar to, um, what was the Asian shorty? Uh, Dr. True. Yeah. Where it was just like, no, I'm a brilliant scientist that created a way for me to be able to do certain shit, but I'm very much so human. I'm just, you know. So anyway, uh, the Watchmen TV show, 
If y'all seen it or haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it and you plan on seeing it, you probably want to cut the pod right here. Yeah, man. So we're going to throw a few spoilers out there. Spoilers are coming right about now. Yeah, man. Uh, but with the Watchmen show, HBO, starring the great Regina King, we need to give her some flowers, Josh. <laughs> Regina King's awesome. Uh, starring that black dude from... I can't get that shit out. Pause. I can't get that shit out of my head, man. I should have never watched Black Mirror, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Mirror. That's what I was trying to think. I could not think of that this shit. This nigga look like Meek Mills to me, dog. He got Meek Mill, Meek Mill vibe, like buff Meek Mill, man. Um, yeah, black dude from Black Mirror. He had a lot of like upcoming shit too, yeah. man. Like dog is on his on his grind. His name's Yaya something, uh, African name. Pardon his, me for um, not knowing that. His initials is Yam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in there. Got um. Couple motherfuckers in there that y'all may or may not know. The great Lou Gossett Jr. in that motherfucker. This is Diggs Town. <laughs> Lou Gossett in that bitch. Um. Anyway, the show is set in 2019, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it is 30 something years past like when The Watchmen was actually created. So that's another piece that like. Yeah, the movie The Watchmen was 1985. Yeah, and this is. Past that. 33, 34 years past that. So it's set in current day, 2019. And basically the conflict is between a white supremacist group called the 7th Cavalry and the police. So the supremacists have been killing police. So in an effort to stop police killings, uh, the cops have been given basically the right to wear masks so there was a an event called the white night yeah 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 where somehow all the seventh cavalry went to every police officer's home and murdered them and murdered them so it wasn't safe for them to be police no more i even shot regina king's character uh but she survived yep and they were shooting all the cops, white, black, whatever. Yeah. Like, you was a cop, you was getting shot. Yeah. So they was like, it's not safe no more. So the cops are going to uh, wear masks now. And you can't tell nobody what you do for a living. You got to make a, a little cover story. So yeah. uh, when the shit first started off, it was a black cop who pulled over a um, white dude in a pickup truck looking real shady. And he, the, the energy was off. So we went back to a squad car, called in for help. And he had a gun, but the gun is like registered and like connected to the seat. Yeah. So he got to tell the people back at the office, like, why you need a gun? And if they'll get, they may send you a release code for you to get your gun. Yeah, you can't just unholster your gun. You got to actually like give reason for them to unlock it for you to unholster it. I was like, not the safest thing for a cop. It is not. Yeah. However, I was it like, also might be helpful for black people. Facts. <laughs> like I so let's talk about two things. First, the idea of cops wearing masks to protect themselves. Um in the event like thinking realistically, in the event that a group of people was just going around killing police officers and the response was cops can wear masks because that way nobody will know who they are and they don't get killed. I might not hate that. I would just dress up like a cop and put my mask on. And commit mad crime. Because yeah. the cops don't even know who all they, who all they Who's are. Who's a cop, yeah. Um, Definitely potential for that to go awry, to say the least. But I wouldn't be mad at them trying to find a solution. Like, if niggas going around killing a bunch of cops, gotta figure out a way to make the cops safe. However... 
That piece about not being able to unholster the gun until you give reason, I like it. I do. I kind of like it. Like, I don't know that it's effect Because, again, if a nigga is trying to kill a cop, he don't got a lot of time for dispatch not to give him the okay to pull that. Yeah, but damn, if I'm safer, me, the one you should be protecting, I don't know if I hate it, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be real, dog. So we'll go through it. We can't. Yeah, we but, ain't got an episode per episode. Yeah, but I don't like, even know every episode. Like so I'll tell you, uh, we'll say this. So they got an evil white supremacist group. Mm-hmm. They trying to take over the fucking um, the world. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Starting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So the series opened in, and we talked about this a little bit. Uh, I don't know how many episodes ago, probably six or seven episodes ago about the Tulsa riots. Um and that's where the Tulsa series started. Massacre. Yeah. Uh the series opened in Tulsa. It opened during the Tulsa massacre, the riots that started at the what was the name of the theater? Um I, I hate that I'm blanking on the theater right now. I can't now. think of the name y'all of the Y'all know theater. the theater. Everybody who be hitting me like, oh, I be wanting to give y'all the answers when y'all y'all figure it out. No, did you know? So at the very end, yeah. Uh when they was walking away from the theater. Yeah. Um, because after all shit happened, the lights was kinda some of the um lights that was on the theater was kinda uh black and shit. Yeah, out. yep. If you looked at them, the ones that was light lit up said Dr. M. Mm. So the first, it was like DR details, 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 man. But uh, yeah, so they start during the Tulsa race riots. um, And then that was the beginning of the Minutemen. The Minutemen were the first watchmen, basically. First Uh, little vigilante superhero. Yeah, man. Uh, And they were led by. Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> um, well, they were led by this person called Hooded Justice. Hooded Justice. Who looked like a white man in a black suit with a, a noose around his yeah. neck and around his wrist. They didn't know that this vigilante was a black man. He kept his identity sealed because he felt he was a cop. He was an actual police officer in Oklahoma, and he, too, had experienced racism within the police department which went on and carried on throughout the rest of the show, even up through 2019. They beat him up. They dragged him. Yeah. Uh, They were going to lynch him. They they, they might as well. Yeah. Actually hung him up. They had him hanging by by that noose. And then they they saved him at the very end. Matter of fact, they they dragged the nigga on the car in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Dragged him right by him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they... So he kept the noose as part of his costume... Again, they thought it was a white man, but he kept it on him as like an homage to like, fam, I'm saving this fucking town yeah, from when, y'all idiots, and I'm black, and y'all tried to kill me, nigga, and now it's part of my shit. When the police hung him up, they had a uh, a black um, pillowcase yeah. so over his face, mm-hmm. and they hung him with it or whatever. So when they dropped him down, he was uh, walking back home uh, like Jesse Smullett with a, uh, a <laughs> with noose, noose on his, his neck. A noose around his neck, and he seen... Somebody getting fucked around with, so he had just poked two eyes in the uh, pillowcase, put over his face, and went and go beat the fuck out of some white people. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to be a mess." <laughs> this is how. This is how it's I a can wild way to jump into vigilanteism. Yeah. Dog. But um, what he what he used to do was because he was black, he would put makeup around his eyes 
So his the inner eyes look white. Yeah. So when people saw him, even with the mask, they would see him as a white person. So to kind of like cover up what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So I tell you what, the reasons why I like this movie or show. this show was I like the issues they was tackling on the extreme low. Yeah. Now I've told you that I think um, Hollywood has poisoned um, black people in America uh, with all the gangster movies that we've seen yep. from 1992 through 1995. Uh, those four years, yeah. uh, even if you go back to like Colors from like 91 or something like that, yep. a good five years, they basically poisoned a whole generation and turned them into game bangers. Uh-huh. Um, and they did that through music. In well, film they, and through, music. Through film. Yeah. And then they give you a soundtrack for you to take that same energy home. So the white supremacists... Um, so in this world, this is not regular earth. This is like an alternate reality, right? Um, they're a lot smarter and they got different technology. Mm-hmm. They had developed some sort of a mind control thing that they would take through all the black movie theaters. And while you went to the movies, they would poison your mind and then yeah. you would start acting up, getting into fights and start getting violent and be fights and shit like that. So what I noticed is like, no, that's what they actually did. Like white people actually went to the movie theaters and fuck with the movies, gave us an industry and we started acting wild and violent. And he was trying to put us into that. I was like, oh, that's 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 interesting that that's the route they took. And that's what I actually think happened. Um, And they had white masks, a.k.a. white hoods that they put on their face like on some. So on the show, they were wearing a, a Rorschach mask, but. In real life, we know what the Klan is. The 7th Calvary is the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they are. Um, and they are led by uh, a few really influential people in Oklahoma. So you got one guy who's a presidential candidate um, and local politician. And then they're also, we don't find out till later, led by the chief of police um, who... For all intents and purposes, until we find out he was a 7th Calvary member, was a good guy. Good guy, for sure. Good guy. Hell, Regina King's like his favorite fucking officer. Eating dinner at the house. Yeah, that's she like his mentee and all that. And we found out later, nah, he was the enemy too, man. And we was getting played by everybody, so. Now, Regina King has a grandfather that she does not know that's her grandfather. There's an old ass She doesn't even know he exists. Old ass man in a wheelchair that showed up in front of her, um, her quote unquote job one day. Yeah. And asked him, You think I can lift 200 pounds? I'm like, yeah, nigga, sure. Um, day later or so, he get a call. She get a call the middle of the night and say, Hey, I, I'm down at such and such. Um, I need you to come down here. Don't bring your mask. I know who you are. She go out there. The chief of police hung is hung. And old boy art there. So yeah. she don't know what the fuck happened. Um, the first three episodes of this joint, it's like information gathering. It don't, yeah. it don't you don't know what's going on. It's just I'm just interested. You don't know until they start explaining everything. Um, long story short, her grandfather is actually hooded justice that we were talking about, and he's a hundred years old. Yep. Why is he a hundred years old and still alive? Who the fuck knows? No one that we never really got a uh, a solid answer on why he is <laughs> yeah. 102 years old or whatever and still like um, walking around and shit. Shit rolling around. But uh, we find out. So, all right. Here was one of the angles that I saw people 
talking about the show, they didn't like it. But if you read the book or saw the movie, you knew that it was not completely left field. Hooded Justice was gay. He was married to a black woman, had a child. His child had Regina King, like all that. But he was secretly gay. And he was having sex with the white man who went on to portray or act like he was Hooded Justice. Like... Because it was a white man. Once they thought that Hooded Justice was a white man, a white man actually started acting as if he was really Hooded Justice. Whole time he was fucking Hooded Justice. It was well, I kind of that was a. I thought that was the that little thing. That was a movie. Well, it it was the oh the dude you talking about the dude from the Miniman the white guy he was fucking yeah. Cause that was a then they was in the uh they was like in the interrogation room whatever yeah so yeah it was two things that threw me off yeah right? yeah one is the glass nigga uh looking glass yeah yeah the first episode like episode two yep he was in this little shack beating off to the videotape yeah facts of that of, of that the, TV show yeah, yeah, or whatever and then later on we saw the, the sacks on yeah and like episode three it started off. With what we thought was real, but that was like the episode on TV. Yeah, that was the actor. You're right. You're right. Um, because, because they thought Hooded Justice was a white guy. They yeah. had him portrayed by a white guy. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. And like, it's been 30 years since the mass superheroes were running around. So some of them like sold their likeness and shit and made yeah. stories and shit like that. So this was like a thing. And I, I did think it was like, why was that? Like, if that portion wasn't in it. Yeah. Wouldn't have made or broke the show. Wouldn't dog. have made it broke like, the show. Like he didn't have to be gay. He didn't have to be. It was weird. So it to to so I had to read The Watchmen for a film and literature class when I was at MSU, and it was an elective, but I always took like electives that was based around shit that I'm passionate about. So The Watchmen movie had just come out the year that I had this class. So it was the first time that we were reading the book uh, and watching the movie because the movie had just been released. So when reading the book, the the reason that the Watchmen book was so like renowned and so popular, it wasn't a quote unquote comic series. It was called a graphic novel. They called it that because it was out of fucking control, right? People was fucking, people was gay, niggas was fucking monsters and all kinds of shit. And then, like, the main, quote, hero, Dr. Manhattan, was walking around naked, naked blue nigga with his dick out. And it was like, the details in the uh, the series, because it was uh, animated, it was all there, like, for you to see, like... Gay people fucking, it was right there. Dr. Manhattan dick out, it was right there. And they said, like, we tried to be as subtle with certain details when illustrating it. But the book itself, it was like, no, you were going to read how wild these details were. So all that to say, when Hooded Justice, when it came out that he was having a gay affair, a white it was man. like with a white dude who was portraying him in film, it didn't throw me off on some like lean away like y'all just throwing in some gay shit it threw me off yeah only reason though that it didn't throw me off is because i was like i know how wild the watchman book tried it threw to me be off for with the plot like yeah. you don't like it wasn't necessary though you don't like white people yeah they you just tried they just tried to hang you 
Facts. And a nigga come through and say, I know you hooded justice. And then immediately y'all start sleeping together. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. And then he was so, then you still a nigga to him though. Mm-hmm. Because he won't let you take your mask off and let everybody else know that you black you because they're not as progressive as I am. So that white man will still fuck you, but don't tell nobody else you black. That shit blew my mind. And the older version of him and the younger version of him don't seem like he would accept that shit. Yeah. Like it didn't make it didn't make sense to me. The older version definitely didn't seem like like the younger version, if you was going through a moment of coming out and also trying to like save Oklahoma, I don't know. But the older version didn't seem like that was him at all. Like Lou Gossett Jr. ain't seem like he was for none of them games um with white people. But it was definitely a random part of the plot. All that to say, I don't even really need to talk about the show. This shit was phenomenal. It was well written. It was it did something that I I wondered how it would look if it was done. It tackled current social issues without like overwhelming you with it. Like it wasn't about racism necessarily. Like it was 20 things going on in this shit at all times. But it didn't shy away from saying, yo, we currently live in this climate where we have this racist presidential candidate. We have a racist police system. We have racial uh, supremacist groups out here. doing, And it was like all current events. But I'm also giving you mad other shit that's like, mm, this is not maybe like. You can, maybe you can answer this for me. Because eh. this is what I don't understand. So I watched a movie. Mm-hmm. And I saw how um, Adrian. Yeah. Set off that little shit in New York City. With the squid and all that. I didn't see the squid. What the fucking squid? Like in the movie, where yeah. did the squid come in at? So I think that that was just something that I knew from the book. Because thinking, now that you're bringing that up in this moment, I don't remember that being in the movie. Because in the movie. Um, like didn't they just like talk about it, Doctor, but it ain't happened? No, Dr. Manhattan helped him build this energy thing. Yeah. And he exploded this energy wave. Yeah. And it fucked everybody up. There was no nothing about. No fucking squid. The squid taking over yeah. and killing all three Dr. Million Manhattan, people. He helped him build this nuclear power or whatever. Yeah. And it was like a blue energy. And he told yeah. people, oh, Dr. Manhattan did that shit. Yeah. And so that's why. Um, so to your point, I don't think that that was. I think that was something they added in the show. I don't think that that was a part of the movie. But it was a part of the book. Um, He did do that with the squid to kill the three million people in New York. Yeah, because he killed three yeah. million people with just this blue yeah, yeah, blast. With the, yeah, yeah. And it was essentially the same effect. Um, it was just, I guess, the vessels that he used. One was this big-ass machine and one was this big-ass squid. What's wild with me is because it was an altered state of re- reality, reality, right? Yep. Um, the movie, yeah. as well as the show. Nixon yeah, was the president for all these times. I don't know if y'all remember, but Ronald Reagan said himself. So listen, Adrian's thought was, these people want to kill each other. Yeah. It's the height of the nuclear war between Russia and Amer- America, whatever. They was like, look, the only thing that's going to help us is if we can come together and fight for like a united goal. Yeah. Ronald Reagan said that shit. And he said it's going to take um, alien spacecraft to come down here. And he was talking about this shit like it wasn't like yeah. a, um, a, a wonder if he was like. Uh, it's pretty matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. like when uh when the, when the aliens come, then we all gonna band together. Yeah. So it was funny to me. That's actually what happened, and he threw a fake ass squid, and we thought aliens was coming, and we got everything together. And so one thing about the um 
the book that kind of was a little bit more thoroughly explained than on the show and in the movie. So in the show and in the movie, Dr. Manhattan is exiled because Adrian Voigt or whatever his last name is, told everybody that Dr. Manhattan killed the three million in, in New York. He killed him. He built the machine. He did it. He blasted him, even though it was me. But I'm going to tell you, it was him. And so he gets exiled because of that. Now people hate him. They fear him, but they hate him. Yeah. And like, he exiled himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left because people ain't like him. And no he more. was like, well, I can tell y'all the truth, but if I tell you, and but when he did that, everybody yeah. came together. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit. We got to we gotta hate this nigga together. Yeah. And we stopped beefing with each other. So he was like, listen. If you tell them the truth, then we're going to go back to war and everybody going to blow each other up. Yeah. So you got to keep your mouth closed. So he was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to Mars. Yeah. In the book, what's highlighted a little bit more, it's not uh, Adrian Voigt killing the three million people and then blaming it on Manhattan that makes him exile himself. It's uh, people thought that his the radiation that was emitting off of him because Dr. Manhattan's a blue radiation man. And they thought that his radiation was causing cancer. Yeah. Um, and they explained that a little bit more in detail in the book than they did in the show. And because of that. They did it in the movie. Yeah. They they talked about it in the movie. In the show, it was kind of non-existent, that whole cancer piece. But because of that, he went to Jupiter, essentially, told everybody he was on Mars. Because this whole show is after the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about this show 30 is years later, yeah. After the movie and shit. But according to the show, people still think he's on Mars. They don't know he's down here walking among yeah. Earth, man. So Did you pick up that um the little nerdy nigga that was uh the FBI dude is the nigga who ran down the, the sewer? Skinny nigga. It oh shit. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's him. Mm. Uh the little, which scene made no fucking sense to me. Yeah. He just ran <laughs> down the street. And then slid into the fucking and that was it, and he was done. Um, damn, I hadn't put that together, but yeah, I uh, what I loved about the show, outside of it tackling social issues in like a refreshing way, um, I just the shit was brilliantly written, dog. Episode uh, a god walks into a bar. One of the best written shows I've seen in my life. So I I couldn't wait to talk about this one thing here. So, we about to get on some philosophical shit right quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as a human, most of us, we speak about God and spirituality yeah. and heaven, hell, eternity yeah. and everything like that. You probably, I'll say this first. When we read, we read letters become yep. words, words become sentences, sentences become paragraphs, paragraph and pages and books. Everything yep. follows this linear order yeah that's not how god works when we think about infinity you can probably think about all right if i never die i'll live forever this way uh-huh. i'll never end cool but you can't think about infinity the other way like how you never start mm. so it's hard for people to be like well god always existed right because how we look at time is it has a starting and an, and end. an ending yep. so when dr manhattan was trying to explain to Angela was like, well, I don't experience time the same way. Yeah. I experience time all at the same time. Yeah. Or all at once. I'm going to say time. Yeah. But all at once. Everything so, is happening at once. So there is no beginning, middle, beginning, end. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. 
Yeah. Because we humans have to think of things in that linear yeah. linear way. We can't fathom a God always being there because of how we experience time. Yeah. But if something is greater than us and don't experience time in this limited way, the reason that someone can be there forever is because I experience everything at the same time. There yeah. is a, there's not a stop and a start. And yeah. that's why the infinite infinity sign is like that yeah. ache that goes around. Like if there is no start and stop, it all happens at the same time. To be an all-knowing being, right, means, yo, I know how you started. I know what's happening with you right now. I know what's happening with you 40 years from now. I know what's happening with you 30 years ago. I know everything about you. To think that way, to be a god, you can't. Like you said, you can't have a start time, a, a beginning, middle, end. Like, you can't function that way or you're not a god. Like, it kind of goes against what being a god would essentially be. So that's what made that episode so dope. Him sitting there telling her that my I had several dope parts or dope moments in this episode. The first one was when he told her, yo, you're sitting here having drinks commemorating your parents' death. She said, I haven't told you. Yeah, he said, you will, will about, 20, about 20, minutes. 20 minutes. And then 20 minutes later, she said that. She, and nigga, my eyes just lit up as soon as she said it. I, I was waiting for him to be like, see, I told you it's going to Yeah, but, but he, he didn't even have to. I love the way that they wrote that because all the viewers said the same shit. Like, yo, it's been 20 minutes, dog. Like, I had to watch the Watchmen movie to figure out how he became that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in this one, they show when he was a kid, when he was explaining how yeah. he was a kid. I'm like, he born a white man. Yeah. Now, how the fuck he become Dr. Manhattan? Yeah. Which they never talked about never in discussed. here. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. So I'm like, it got to be a part two because how do how do you become a god? Yeah. And he don't, he's he's doesn't know everything. He just knows everything involving him. Yeah. So he can tell you about his life, who he's talked to and everybody he come in contact with, but he can't tell you what Angela did when she was 10 years old or what she did when she was 14. I can't tell you about your life before I met you because I don't know you. I know everything only involving me. So I can tell you what you're going to tell me in 10 years. I can tell you how our relationship is going to end because I'm there. Yeah. But I can't tell you. I don't know everything yeah. because I'm not involved in everything, which was cool. I was like, okay, you're a God, but you're not the God. God. You're not, yeah. you're not the yeah, creator. Yeah. You, you are an, you are a creator. creator. Yeah. Like he created life. So just on another planet in another, but did the exact same. We literally saw him. She, she asked him, what about Adam and Eve? He like, yo, here's the version I created. And I created them in the likeness of two people who helped me when I was a little kid. So that whole, I thought it was really, really dope how they got his origin story, so yeah. to speak, in a conversation with her. Yeah. And she was like, so you experience time at the same time, uh-huh. So what's happening right now? So I'm like, well, right now it's six months from now, yeah. and you're telling me that you love me, yeah. and I got to go, and all the other stuff. And like it was just extremely dope yeah. how, how everything, how it was explained. And what really got me which was really important too. He was so, he was like, well, technically, I can put all my powers in an egg and give them to you. Yeah. Well, she was like, so you mean to tell me you can transfer all your powers and let's say put them in this egg. Yeah. And give it to me. He was like, well, I never really thought about that, but yeah. 
Technically, I yeah, can. I can. That and became, then that end was awesome, dog. So this was one of these also things that got me kind of thinking was like, you know, the famous question, what comes first, the chicken, chicken or the egg? egg? So listen, Dr. Manhattan, which is actually her husband, uh, since he knows what's going on, he went and talked to her grandfather. Yep. Before he even knew he had a granddaughter. How? Mm. Did, how? So this is what I'm saying, though. How do he know that's her grandfather? What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. He experienced time. You know what I'm saying? How do you know that's her grandfather? But then it was wild, too, because his conversation with her grandfather before her grandfather knew he had a granddaughter was after she knew her grandfather existed and he had killed the police chief. So him talking to her about it after she already knew of her grandfather's existence, but before her grandfather knew she existed, she asked him to ask her grandfather something that was not going to happen. She influenced time later in life. So, cause that, which is wild. Because of when she found out. Because... In the present time, she's yeah. talking to Dr. Manhattan. He was like, where are you at right now? Yeah. I'm 10 years ago talking, talking to, to your, your grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. Well, ask him uh, how to, because her grandfather in episode six, five. No, one or two. No, episode two, he told her, the, my man got skeletons in the closet. In closet. Go yeah. look. Now, oh, I just answered my own question. So he said, that man got skeletons in his closet. Go look. Yeah. And when she went to the closet, she, she literally a, went and looked in his closet. She found a clans joint. So yep. she went back to granddad, was like, how'd you know there was a clans? He like, well, shit, I didn't. Yeah. But I just knew he had, I didn't, I was saying it like figuratively. Yeah. Um. So while he, she is in the real time frame, 2019, she asked Dr. Manhattan like, where are you at right now? He like, well, I'm 10 years ago. Yeah. She was like, well, ask my granddad how he knew yeah. that there's skeletons in the car. He was like, shit, you told me. Yeah. Well, no, the granddad was like. Oh, there's skeletons. No, he was like, who is whatever the police chief's name? He was yeah. like, who is chief such and such? And then he was like, like that set her granddad off to start. Like, oh, he got skeletons. Yeah. She put something in motion. Like, and that's when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't deal in time. Dr. Manhattan ain't know what that was finna do. So how do you? Yeah. All he did was, yo, I, you want me to ask your granddad something 10 years ago? Bet. I asked him, but now he just influenced your life 10 years later by this one event. So you influenced, like, and y'all didn't know. So it's like, well, which one of these incidents came first? Yeah. They happened at the exact same time. Yeah, so man. then it went to the question, like, who came first, the chicken or egg? Like, the chicken and egg happened at the exact same time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Brilliant fucking show, man. It was uh, cerebral, to say the least, man. It made you think. It made you use your left brain. It made you kind of tap into. So this is one of them shows to the point we were having about uh, binging a show or watching it weekly. I couldn't binge this. I would miss too much. Like, I watched to get caught up the first like three episodes back to back to back. But then I tapped out. I don't want to know no more. Did you watch last week's episode? Yeah. After the credits? 
Yes. Because there was extra time. So did that part make you wonder if you missed? I went back. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't know why I continued to watch, but. I just I, I just think say, I was in such shock by I was how good my episode bed, was. And yeah. then I looked up and like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's like six more minutes yeah. left. It was an entirely like other part. I like when uh, black people say a whole nother, like nother ain't a word, but it was an entirely nother part at the end of that episode that was like critical to the finale. So I went, so after preparing for the finale and after watching the movie, yeah. I went back and started watching episode one and two because I'm like, this is some shit I can watch a couple times because you pick up different things. Absolutely. Each I time. already plan on rewatching the first few episodes now that I know where it went and sort of the angles that it took on and some of the shit that that happened. I want to rewatch them. Also, the baby that the grandfather, when he was a child, yeah. picked up, ended up being his wife. Yeah. Wild. Who baby was that? Wild. Was like, that your... Well, wild. Wild. Like, this shit was... This show was, in the best way possible, a mind fuck. Um, then uh, Adrian uh, got his sperm took. Yeah. And, like, the whole... Like, we didn't even talk about Lady True and all... Yeah. Dog, this and is that's, some... It was so many layers. Like, that's why people were asking uh, when the show first came out, like, yo, y'all gonna review Watchmen? And I'm like, I can't. Now, like, I can now... We could go back... We may do that shit for YouTube or some shit like that. Hey. Like, we can go back and do an episode-by-episode breakdown. Like, I was just so confused, and I just didn't know what was going so on. So, it's a show. Knowing what I knew about The Watchmen before watching the show, I knew that the show, like, for instance, just that whole uh, race piece of the show, you knew that that was all coming together around several central events. I couldn't talk about it weekly because it needed to get where it was going before you could discuss it. Fam, uh, Keen or McKean, his, his yes. speech at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he was like, look, man, y'all about to make us apologize for being white. We got to apologize for some shit that happened with some ancestors that we didn't do. This was white people saying we, we ain't apologizing for slavery. It Fuck was white shit. privilege. That was a speech version of white privilege. Like, they handed it to you. They took like, our guns from us. Yeah. Like, you guys get everything. We got to apologize for something that we didn't do. Yeah. Why y'all actually are currently doing it right now? Yeah. But, you know, what's funny, their argument would be, we're currently doing it because we can't do it. Because y'all took our rights away to do so which came first? XYZ. Chicken out of egg, nigga. <laughs> That's what made the show brilliant. Because it's literally like, there are people who are like, yo, get over slavery. That shit happened X amount of years ago, blah, 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 blah. Even though I feel like slavery was like eight years ago, but that's just me. Um, but niggas will tell you like, yo, get over that. That ain't the world we live in no more. Y'all got rights. Y'all got this. Y'all got that. But then it's like at every point we've been given an additional freedom, something's been stripped away by a white person who felt like they were being vilified for what happened in the past. You know, I can't get over slavery. Why? Because um, without the help of 21 me. And all these websites who do all the genealogy mm, and shit, yeah, yeah. I trace my origins back to slavery. Mm. Like my grandmothers, who's still alive and here in town right now. Yeah. Um, her grandfather was a slave. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like her father uh was birthed by someone who used to be a slave. Like 
we 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 track the shit back. Is first off, it's only two generations removed from yeah. people who are still alive now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can't get over it. Like somebody that my grandma remembers with her actual mind. Yeah. Was in was slavery. A slave. Yeah. Like her father was born to someone who used to be a slave. Yep. Like yeah. it's not that not it's not it, it ain't huh. been far enough. My grandmother's mother was a slave. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like uh so this past summer we went to a family reunion, like we found some more information. Like uh my grandmother's uh father was like one of the founders of this town. Mm. Like they got a, his name is on plaques and they got little statues and shit up. Like he was yeah. like one of the uh the founding members of an entire town. And he was only safe because he was friends with the white police chief. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was the preacher in town. The church he had was like, so like he actually helped build the entire, like physically. Yeah. Helped build the entire city with a fourth grade education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you I can't, can't get, over, get no, over that. Like this, not some imaginary nah. shit where we can't. I, and I thought about that shit when I was watching this, like, well, damn, this summer we did actually link everything back. And, you know, we have conversations with like everybody not descendants of slave. Yeah. Well, I can technically, I am. Yeah. Because like. And I can trace it. Through shit that we can actually trace. Yeah. In actual history. Yeah. I actually am. Man, yeah, man. That shit is. um, It's like nobody's asking white people today to apologize for it. I'm asking you to acknowledge it. Because the lack of acknowledgement over the last X amount of years since we've been sla- or freed from slavery is where the problem spans from. Because it's like, yo, you still don't want to admit the shit that y'all did. You still don't want to admit truth and reconciliation. Man. South Africa had to do it. Yeah. After apartheid. You got had to. You, you got to come clean and say what you did. And then we can come to some sort of resolution. Hey. You got to cut. You got to admit the shit. Like it's Holocaust museums <laughs> in damn near every major city or state. You see, last week when um, the company who owns Panera Bread and Krispy Kremes uh-huh. found out that their family. Um, we talked about that here on the podcast before. Did we? Yeah, we did. Their family is a partner with some Nazis. Yeah. And owned slaves. Yeah. You know what they did? They gave $5 million to Holocaust survivors. Yeah. But not to the... They found out that y'all owned slaves. Yeah. And used slaves during World War II. But you gave money to Holocaust survivors. Yeah. Fam, what about the black folks? Fam... And and that's not me saying that the Holocaust is less than that shit was tragic too. I'm saying, yo, don't treat us differently, nigga. Like Nigga, your family used slaves. Yeah, like <laughs> fam, like y'all That was the that was the offense. Holocaust survivors got shown like mad love, nigga. Like and I'm like, that wasn't even our fucking like thing. That was over in Germany, nigga. And still, because so many of them escaped the Holocaust and came to America we've like chosen as Americans to acknowledge their plight and acknowledge their uh, like killing of millions of their people. But it's like, yo, acknowledge the killing of millions of my people. Niggas who look like me. 
Like, respect to everybody whose family was impacted and affected by the Holocaust, but respect my family, dog. And what $5 million, like, what if the $5 million would probably help us a little bit more? Oh, nigga. If you want to give out money. AJ, you can use $5 million? Woo! Give I got me, some. Give me 15 k Fam, right now, <laughs> I'll show you what to do with it. I flipped that boy. But, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's one thing, again, that I loved about the Watchmen. So... We were talking a little bit about whether we think it's going to get a season two right now. As of now, there's no word on it officially whether it's going to get a season two or not. But I was talking to my cousin uh, over the weekend. He loves the show, loves it. And he was like, I don't see the buzz that shows that get extended seasons typically get. He like, I see all critical acclaim. This shit got like a 96% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um... That's all it need. But it's like, where the viewers there? I don't know. I was trying to look them numbers up, and Depend, I didn't see it. The buzz with who, though? Hey. Because we want the buzz to be there because Virginia King was in it. Facts. We watched it. Because Virginia King was Virginia, in it. Because I didn't watch Watchmen when it first came out. Yeah. I'm like, when the, when I saw the, the trailer, I'm like, this sounds like some old 1950 detecting. Hmm. Yeah. Dick Tracy type shit. Yeah. I wasn't interested. Yeah. And like at all. I, I wasn't interested. But Virginia King, oh, I'm gonna give it a oh shit, it's like some black folk. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a buzz. I'm gonna give it a try. So when niggas were hitting me after episode one, like, yo, the opening scene about the Tulsa race riots, y'all gotta watch it off that alone, nigga, for the culture. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna check it out. I knew Regina King was involved. I just was familiar enough with the watchmen that I thought they were extending the movie. This was a whole. It was other, a completely different plot. Yeah, this don't. To an extent, this don't got shit to do with the movie. Oh, it has nothing to do with, outside of maybe four characters and a few events that are you know sort of like like uh, Doctor Manhattan winning the Vietnam War by just fucking evaporating all the Vietnam or Vietnamese army or military. Uh, that happened in the book. It happened in the movie, and they discuss it briefly on the show. Little events like that. Other than that, this shit wasn't even like I like the related fact that to the show. Um, her grandfather was like, given all the power he had, yeah, he ain't really do enough. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if she got the power now, that's dope. What else? You know what? I, the reason I feel that needs a season two, your kids got superpowers. Yeah, how the fuck did that come about? And shit, um, the one kid got him for sure, right? Yeah, how? Where was he adopted from? Like, none of that information was made clear. Does she actually walk on the water? Does she have the powers? Um, since the power of Dr. Manhattan got stripped and went inside that little ball thing and the shit got fucked up. Yeah. And, and no one absorbed the power. Is the power still out there? Do she get it? Find a way to... Because he was like, the first thing I learned how to do was put myself back together. Yeah. So when she get the joint, does she do will she find out how to put him back together and make him come back? Yeah. Is it two Dr. Manhattans or is uh, does she give the power back to him? Like you gotta he gotta write a whole new Yeah. And it's I mean it's two years out no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, no, this ain't a show. One, you could tell by the way it was written. They didn't create this a year ago. This been in the works. They wrapped it, everything up. A few but, months ago. No, I'm talking about Story wise, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the lady True was gone; she's dead yeah. now. Her mother's still alive. Facts, and her mother's young because yeah. she brought her back as a little girl. 
So there's, she could grow. There's room for that. Yeah. There's room for um, Adrian to either go on trial, yeah. not go on trial. Like, there was no reason for Colvin, Bunny Colvin, to be in it at all. He's yeah. too big of an actor to play such a, a small a stand yeah. person. Like, I can see them going to do some more. Yeah. Uh, and, like... And, again, there were major characters not either not mentioned at all or just the little nigga barely mentioned. Slid like underneath the... Uh, in the sword. Like, what, yeah. what's his whole deal? Even, and, like, the existence of Rorschach. We know... In the show, they're saying, yo, like, he's, like, the main reason the cavalry was able to become prominent powers around this motherfucker. So it's like, well, shit, he was a hero when you first met him, then started getting tagged vigilante, and now we're hearing that he was a part of the 7th Cavalry. Well, because they probably, they found a journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, they and they went by his writings. But it's like, fam, we never saw Rorschach's character. And then, you know... He's the a, main character in the movie and the book. And in the, in, in the, in the comics, there's a Rorschach 2 uh-huh. who's black. It's a few twos. Um, Dr. Manhattan's wife in the comic is uh, something Spectre, Silver Spectre, something Yeah, it's Spectre. like Silver Spectre. Yeah, like and that. it's like... But he's with Silver Spectre 2. Not even like the first one. He with 2. So it's just like, it's a lot of shit they could do with. Then they mixed uh, Superman and Batman and uh-huh. all them through there. I'm like, okay, I like... Yeah. And what, what's cool about this... Because this was bought by DC. And what's cool about this is... What DC didn't do a really good job at is opposite from Marvel. Yeah. They go dark. Yeah. I like the last Batman versus Superman that everybody hated because it was dark to me. And Superman looked strong, and he was fucking people up. Yeah. Um, Superman, when he was in the um, the other movie that everybody hated, um, the Justice League. Oh my god, that was terrible. Like he was fucking people up, though. Yeah. Like it's a darker version of Superman, and I like that. And DC has always been the darker. Yeah. Um, not all cartoony like Marvel. So like I, I thought that was dope too. Yeah, and that's so that's actually. Uh, nod to the Watchmen like it was after the Watchmen that Batman specifically turned a little because Batman used to be campy yeah it used to be bang boom pow kick all that shit with Robin and the the silly ass first Joker and then the Watchmen and Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker turned Batman into the more like dark brooding version of Batman that we knew to love so I can take a it's a a mime and another uh Harley Quinn looking thing. Yeah, like they they get with the shits. Yeah. in the comic book, whatever. Because I was I spent some time on YouTube, and now they Take won't a look stop. At you. Yeah, now they won't stop giving me shit. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind some shit like that. So I mean, I'm I'm with it, man. It was yeah. dope. It's definitely a lot there um to unpack, and a lot that we ain't even go over in detail. Thanks. Like it's it's so much happening in this show. So they used to say, and I've mentioned this on here before, they used to say that book should never be turned into a film because you couldn't capture everything in one movie. Now, if you turn into a series. Turn it into a series and you got a lot more opportunity. six years to go through this shit. You got a lot of room to to be able to work with. And I feel like, because the movie wasn't bad, it just wasn't complete because you couldn't complete it with all the amount of shit that's happening Uh, with the series. They completed it. They gave me all the details that I needed 
to feel satisfied by this show, man. So shout out to The Watchmen. Um, check it out if you have not. It's a smart show. It's going to make you think. It's going to make you confused at times, but keep with it because all your answers get or questions get answered how as he, the show goes on. How man. he created the whole Adam and Eve. Oh, man. Um, how old boy. Um, because this is some time travel shit yeah. back and forth. Yeah. How the nigga was on the moon yeah. with the with the... I Shooting the bodies up there. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I didn't understand none yeah. of that shit. And so, then when you see it, like the reveal on some of this shit is like, uh, oh wow, like, like how the fuck? What? What did he just take out the water, fam? Like I don't get it. And it's that was part of the brilliance that was like, dog, like, see, this nigga was up there playing Doctor Manhattan, but this only worked weekly. Yeah. That don't work if you watch all that shit in nine, in nine hours. Yeah. Like, you don't get that. Because you're going to miss everything, and you're not going to have them wild moments. It's not going to build the anticipation yeah. of, oh, now I'm, it's not going to do that. So so we are in an effort to acknowledge this holiday that we got coming up, this great Christmas season that we are on the verge of. I found a list of... The top 11 black Christmas movies. Mm. Now, I ain't going to lie. It was a few of these I had never seen before in my life. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. How they made it into, and this is on the undefeated.com. So if you got a problem with this list, and it's from 2017. There haven't been a ton of like new widely, widely released Christmas movies since uh, November 2017. But uh, this was accurate enough. So what I wanted me and Jay to do, <laughs> 11, and, <laughs> 11 and 10, is that the same movie? Because they got the same cast. Fam, first of all, both of them sucked, is what I'm going to say. My dad really likes both of them, ironically, uh, but they both sucked, in my opinion. Um, but what I wanted me and Jay to do was just take a look at this 11, and from this 11, see if we could find the top five. Yeah, let's just say them all, and we'll yeah, I'll, we'll give y'all the whole eleven. Yeah, so number eleven, Last Holiday, which came out in two thousand and six, starring the Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. Um, number ten, The Perfect Holiday from two thousand and seven, and it has Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, <laughs> Morris Chestnut, Gabriel Union. Morris Chestnut, Gabriel Union. Insert every movie. And they have Morris Chetna and Gabriel, Gabriel If this is a black movie. And guess yeah. who else? Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. <laughs> Whole cast of The Best Man in this motherfucker. All right. So we got nine, number nine, which is This Christmas from 2007, which I enjoyed That's a little bit. That's one of my favorites because it's my grandma's favorite movie. So I watch that with her every year when I'm uh, down south. We also have, yeah. we may also have another one of the most black famous people in the world, Delroy Lindo. Uh, Yo, Del Roy is a motherfucking legend too, man. Le he's also LeBron James' father. Facts. Um, um, Un like that's inarguable facts. By the way, like that's that nigga daddy, bro. We got uh, Regina, Regina Hall. I mean Regina King, uh, Liza Alonzo, Idris Elba. Yep. We got uh, Loretta Devine, the great Loretta Devine, Chris Brown, Columbus Short, Lauren London, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know this Christmas. Um, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. The only movie you might know him from. 2007. Was this before or after? Did uh, the Rihanna Chris Brown happen this decade or not? 
Uh, that Rihanna Chris Brown happened in 2010, I believe. Okay, this was this is level so, yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah, no, this was when like Chris this Brown is chubby face could Chris be Brown. in a yeah he could be in a family movie. This was before that crack sunk them cheeks all the way in. Nigga. Number eight, we got Black Nativity. I actually remember this movie coming out. I never watched it, though. and I never had any desire to see it. But it was uh, Angela Bassett. Tyrese, pretty much anything Tyrese is in, I may or may not how, go see. How did this come out with Nas in it and I ain't go see it? <laughs> this is Nas' second movie. Nas was probably in that shit like trying to go to Africa. <laughs> Mary J. Blige was in this shit too. That was the main reason I didn't go see it. Forrest Her and Whitaker, Jennifer Hudson. Angela Bassett, Tyrese Gibson, Jacob Lattimore. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. This nigga. What's, what's Jacob Lattimore's name on, uh, on, on, on The Shy? Uh, Leon. damn! I was about to call that nigga Coogie. Uh, I don't know that bro. nigga. My, he be looking like a girl though. Yeah. I was on his Instagram page the other day. That nigga looked like he trying to grow a little beard. I was really happy for him. Like nigga, you need some facial hair, bro. Shout out to Jacob Lattimore though, nigga. You you about to have to lead the shy because we don't know what's going on. <sighs> Number seven, almost Christmas. Kimberly Elise, Omar Epps, Danny Glover, Romney Malco. Who's underrated? Romney Malco, not only is he underrated, he also has dun, 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 a new Christmas movie on Netflix right now. <laughs> it just came out, and I'm going to look it up while Jay runs through the rest of those names. Gabrielle Union, J.B. Smoove, D.C. Youngfly, uh, Nicole Ari Parker. They got a whole bunch of people in this movie. I never watched this shit before either. Um, I just watched Almost Christmas the other night. Uh, so Romney Malco, catch him in. Where in the fuck is the name of this movie? Hold on. Are we looking at that movie? There you go. It is called Holiday Rush. Holiday Rush just came out this year. It is currently streaming on Netflix. Go support the homie Romney Malco. He's a, a phenomenal dude. actor. Really smart. Any fun? Not a bad rapper. Yeah. Um, extremely smart man. He's funny as shit. And watch his show. Uh, if you like This Is Us, which I know Jay does, uh, a million little things, which comes on ABC, starring Romney Malco. Uh, Phenomenal show. Never watched it, but it come on right after Grays, don't it? Yeah, yep. They just moved it this year to Thursday night, so check that out. Um, anyway, almost Christmas. Uh, number six, never heard of it. Uh, the kid who loved Christmas from nineteen ninety. Yeah, no, I never would have watched that in nineteen ninety. I was. This is Sammy Davis Jr. last screen performance. God bless him. Is that him in the? Oh, no. I don't know. No, nah, that ain't him. Is that an Eric LaSalle looking ass nigga? Uh, whoever this little boy is need a lineup, fam. He got like a, a two-step, three-step lineup. Like, what's going on with that, dog? That looked like my line when I was a little kid. Uh, Vanessa Williams is in it. Uh, Esther Roll is in it. What y'all know about good times? Yeah. Trent Cameron. Yeah, I don't know most of the people in this, but the kid who loved Christmas. If y'all seen it, let us know if it's worth me and Jay ever watching in our lives. Uh, number five. Fat Albert's Christmas special. Something else I've never seen in my life. Do, does this stay on the list? Because, you know. Oh, yeah. Bill Cosby. Sorry about that, Bill. We will not go through that. Number four. A Diva's Christmas Carol starring Vanessa Williams. 2000. 
Uh, oh my God. Also appears uh, Chili from TLC. Never going to be watching that, but shout out to it. Vanessa Williams still fine. So this is a play on um, A Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like Vanessa Williams is the woman version of Scrooge. I saw a version of... Oh, her name is Ebony Scrooge. I saw a version of this um, of A Christmas Story when I was in a barbershop. Yeah. And it was like produced by Chris Stokes. And it wasn't half bad because yeah. one of the girls that was on there is the, one of the finest women I've ever seen in my life. I don't know the name of the movie, um, but it was all black people. In. Chris Stokes Christmas movie. Uh, but while you bringing this up, number three, The Best Man Holiday. Woo! 2013. Let's talk about it. It's a fire fucking movie. Dog. Now we talking about movies that uh, we actually know enough to talk about a little bit. So let's talk Regina Hall. Does she make the Black Flamers list? Um... I'm going to say no movie. because I feel like she's starting at this stage of her career. She just turned 50, by the way. Fucking amazing. Gorgeous. But at this stage of her career, I feel like she's becoming even more famous than she already had been. So I don't want to put her in the black famous or black famous box because I feel like now white people are starting to know her. Like she didn't hosted shows and awards and shit. She was in a scary movie. White people seen that. And white people definitely loved her in a scary movie. She, yeah, yeah, she got MTV awards for that. White people know Regina Hall. But let's talk about the best man holiday for a minute. I am in the minority. I did not like that fucking movie, dog. I am not a fan of the best man holiday. Let's get into it. Why not? Uh a few things. Um one well, let me ask you this. Main reason. I'm going to give you the main reason on why not. Probably the only reason, because it actually isn't a bad movie. I've watched it several times. Okay. It ain't a bad movie, but the main reason I ain't like it, there was no reason whatsoever that Mia had to die. That was the most useless she death. She cancer. Fam. No. I'm, she ain't need cancer. None of my need it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody need that shit, Fam. but- and that's how it They be. did not have to give her character cancer. They did not have to kill her character. There was no reason for it. Like, it was like, fam. It added an extra layer to the movie, fam. For nothing. Without for that, nothing. No, it needed the tears. It didn't. You cried? It didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I personally, it was funny. I was the only nigga in the theater not crying. I was also mad at my date. So I wasn't. <laughs> Because my date showed up hella late and we lost our seat. This was before all theaters were. Inside seating and shit. Yeah, reserved there. recliners and all that. So when I got up to go give her a ticket, the person who I asked to watch my seat, not only did they not watch it, but they threw my coat on the floor. Damn. So it was like a real, like almost got into a shootout <laughs> at the theater in Atlanta. But uh, Monica Calhoun's in this. Yeah. Mia, she ain't need to die, bro. Like, I f it's two deaths in black cinema history that I felt like were so unnecessary that they ruined the entire movie for me. Mia dying in The Best Man is one. Malik Yoba dying in Why Did I Get Married 2 was the other one. When he get hit by the car at the end. And then Janet Jackson go with The Rock. Why the fuck did any of that need to happen? None of that moved the plot forward for me. Uh, But, yeah, Best Man, still, Holiday. I still like the movie. I, what I loved most about the movie all of them was fine. Nia Long looked her best. Regina Hall looked her best. Whoever played uh, my nigga Merch, Baby Mama, she looked her best. Look, there was enough. There was enough comedy. There was enough drama. Um, there was enough like it was everything that you need. I mean, like this not like a, it's not a groundbreaking film or no shit like that. Hell no. But it was like enough for it to it to work, and I thought it was dope, man. You know what I did? 
appreciate later in life about the Best Man Holiday, it helped me realize this is the only time that I like Terrence Howard in the Best Man. One and two. I don't think I like Terrence Howard in nothing else except Best Man One and Two. Maybe Dead Presidents. Because I just liked his character being an asshole. Um, but I don't need this nigga in nothing else. What's going on with Terrence Howard? I have no idea. He's still married to that little Asian lady? No, 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 no. Have you, so you haven't seen oh, no, him? No, he going through life? Oh, shit. What are he going through? Let me Google Terrence Howard. Let me, what, a, what a thing at, dog? Uh, let me, hold on. I don't, I don't, I don't think y'all understand what's going on with Terrence Howard. And I don't want to make fun of him. You talking about that red carpet speech? Uh, often. Like every now and then. he start hitting you with the fucking, uh, the science? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I've I seen all that, yeah. He was just, he was just at a round table too. And like, uh, Terrence, uh, mm. Yeah, that nigga been on the red carpet. Dropping mad science. Um, I don't know, man. I, I nigga been saying words like conjugating shit. <sighs> the platonic solids. You were done. Yeah. After this, is that is that true or is that a, is that a big old lie? No, I've spent thirty seven years pretending to be people, so what people can watch me pretend. And I think it's time just to be Terry for a while. And there's, I think I've served, like I talked to Sydney 48 years ago, and I said, aren't you gonna come back and do one more thing? And he said, I think I've done my best. And I don't wanna do an impersonation of myself. And as you know, I've got my book, One Times One Equals Two, and I wanna go and promote and teach the new geometry. That's me in the back. So are you thinking of working on things behind the scenes, or is it you're just, you're just you're, you want to take a break? No, no. The entertainment, we're the only creatures in the universe that spend our day watching each other with all of our brain potential. I put 37 years into that, you know, and I think I would like to spend the rest of my life, you know, doing something better for humanity or utilizing my brain for something other than memorizing and saying someone's lines. So what were you thinking? I mean, is, is, are you going to get more into philanthropy or activism? Well, the activism is more than anything. So what I want is for the truth to be told, the truth about geometry, the truth about life. All right, that wasn't a clip I was uh, wanting to, but yeah, because for that I, conjugating uh, because platonic solids because I be editing shit, I'm on edit the right one in there and act like we yes. just heard what yes. we just heard. So and based on the one that that nigga was looking for, Terrence Howard lost his goddamn mind, man. Um, or not. <laughs> or maybe he found his shit. Terrence Manhattan shit. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Voigt out this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, nah, he, I don't know, man. I just, I realized that The Best Man is like the only movie where like he's not light skinning me to death and he's also not hitting me with that main and like it, when he do hit you with the main and the best man, it don't sound like off. Like he hit you with that. Come on, man. Karma don't come back that strong, L baby. Like it sounds smooth, nigga. But he hit you with that shit on. Uh... Oh, you found that shit? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, find shit. It. Now I ain't got to fucking edit this shit. I used to know this by heart, by the way. When I've got an entire generation to Oh, let me go back a little bit. We've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue 
you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world. Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's it's the thing that holds us all together. I'm going to be able to prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force. I I'm agree. I'm putting something on YouTube really? where I will build the planet Saturn without gravity and build the Milky Way galaxy yeah. without gravity. My favorite part is that he said that on a red One carpet. fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Nigga. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that nigga's talking about, bro. This nigga lost when he said he about to go. He said, I'm going to put this shit on YouTube. Nigga said, I'm going to build the planet Saturn, and I'm going to put it on YouTube. All right. Shit. So, I'm yeah. not one for, because, you know, sometimes I be known to talk about some shit. The nigga be like, all right, I don't know what's nigga on. So <laughs> I just don't know that I'm ever going to build the planet Saturn. I absolutely won't be building the planet Saturn on YouTube. <laughs> um, But speaking of the best man, too. You remember at the end where they hinted at a best man three coming? Terrence Howard's supposed to be getting married. Not no more. He on he on he him and Doctor Manhattan is on, on um he on uh, Europa Ju Europa, which is a moon of Jupiter out this yeah. motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, man, best man holiday. I know most of y'all didn't seen it. Probably cried at it. Y'all let me know if I'm tripping, but I wasn't really the biggest fan of that shit. Best man one, one of my faves though. Both of them classics. So I'm gonna give them that. Number two. Number two. The Preacher's Wife. Rest in peace to Whitney Houston. Classic. Classic film. Um, Was Whitney Houston ever in a bad movie? Yes. What? Uh, the Bodyguard. No. I thought The Bodyguard was ass. No. The Bodyguard was saved by its soundtrack. No, The Bodyguard was not a bad Most movie. Most famous soundtrack of all time. That Come movie on, sucked. No, it didn't. No. Kevin Costner sucked. Come on, man. Whitney sucked. Come on, The man. plot sucked. <laughs> Rest on, in man. peace to Whitney, nigga. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. That shit sucked, Don't man. make me break the VHS out, man. But I believe in miracles, nigga. No, dog. What you think? And then when she had that motherfucking sword and they threw that little silk thing and they sliced it. She was walking around dressed like Hooded Justice in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that movie was good, dog. Fuck the bodyguard. <laughs> but the preacher's wife was my shit, man. Whitney Denzel in a bag. Uh, Detroit native Courtney B. Vance, man, out here doing his thing, dog. I got a hot take coming for Courtney B. Vance. Uh -uh. <laughs> for like number one movie, hot take coming. Hot take coming. Hot take coming. Right, right, right. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> The number one movie that's listed on the undefeated.com. This is not in Ant and Jay's order at all. Uh, Friday After Next. By far the worst Friday of them all. Uh, I did not like this movie, though. I would agree with you if I didn't like Next Friday so less. I hated Next Friday, bro. I hated the whole Mexican neighbor angle. I hated all that shit. I like Next Friday. I like Friday. I like next Friday. I did not find Friday after next funny, dog. Friday after next was my shit, man. I didn't like that shit. Why you ain't like this one? I didn't like the shit, dog. I didn't like. I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like. Uh, what's the Ricky Smiley as the the Santa shit? I ain't mad at that. Um, 
I thought every I think I thought it was like overacting, like it was too extremely. It was too slapstick. Extremely. The whole thing about Friday was it was like realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like to an extent, it was realistic, and then it went a little bit further. On part two, we had Baby D and all the other shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, no more locked door. Like, it, it was clearly attempting to be funny. The third one, even though some of y'all think this is the funniest one, yeah. oh, they was they was going for the laugh. I didn't like Damon. I didn't like Cat Williams' character. I didn't like this shit at all. Yeah. I'll be honest. I did not like I ain't mad shit. at it. I just hated part two so much more. That part three falls naturally into my second favorite Friday of the series. I get it. Top flight security of the world, Craig. Hilarious. I, cool. I, I, that's that's funny. But mm-mm. nah. So I which one it, you think was better, Friday after next or the bodyguard? Bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Friday after next, so much better than the fucking bodyguard, dog. Fucking bodyguards suck, man. Fuck Kevin Costner. But that soundtrack was amazing. Um. So this, if we gonna pick five, so if we pick five from this list. I'm going number five is gonna be Fat Albert's Christmas Special. I've never seen that shit. Um, it's black. It's a cartoon, <laughs> and it's been on for sixty years. Um, it's all facts. And I'm, that's number five. Number one for me is this Christmas. All right. I'm I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm jumping from five to one. Um, number four. Is going to be well. I don't know. Let's just them two. I'm keeping. We ain't gonna put them in. Them yo two. Uh, uh, for me, number five would be. Let me go back through one more time. Number five for me would be almost Christmas. Uh, I literally just watched it the other night with my little cousins. Um, and maybe because I was watching them love it. Uh, I could really enjoy it, but Almost Christmas would be my number five. I think we both agree this Christmas would be number one. Um, so we got we got this Christmas. We got... I'd probably put Preacher's Wife as number two. I'm comfortable with that being number two. This Christmas, Preacher's Wife. Um, I said Fat Albert. Fat Albert was your five. Um, Best Man Holiday. Best Man Holiday. And what was the other one you said? Uh, Almost Christmas. I'm cool with them five. Yeah. Because nothing on, nothing on this other list is making it for me. Yeah. Um, I'm Because I haven't shit. seen Black Nativity. That could be fucking amazing, but I haven't. I didn't watch it. I just guarantee it's not because it got Tyrese and Mary J. Blige. But it got Forrest Whitaker in it. Forrest Whitaker don't always hit. That nigga had some misses, nigga. Ghost Dog it was got a Angela, miss. It got Angela Bassett in it. Angela and Bassett was the worst Biggie Mama ever. Angela Bassett normally talking sound more like Biggie Mama than she did when she played Biggie Mama. I don't understand how she missed that role, nigga. But I love Angela Bassett. Because she killed the role. She didn't kill the character of Valletta Wallace. Yeah. Because don't nobody know, besides black people, don't nobody know what Valletta (laughs) Wallace look or sound like. We only know. (laughs) Uh, Because I was watching that shit like, fam, they could have just asked Angela Bassett to play Angela Bassett. (laughs) And, like, I'd have took her over Angela Bassett playing Valletta Wallace. But uh, I ain't mad at them five. Like, again, I've seen Last Holiday. I think it sucks. Perfect Holiday, I think, sucks. Um, I'll tell you one of the best Christmas movies of all time. I'll tell you my favorite. Bad Santa. Bad Santa is fucking amazing. Like, I, I have never. You like, seen Bad Santa 2? That shit was like belly 2. Like, it hurt my heart. 
Yeah, it was. Like, it I ain't, ain't want to see it. I shed real tears for Bad Santa. Yeah. Especially when they were playing chess. Bad like, Santa was the last time that I went to the Star Southfield. That was uh, 2003. It was my last time there. I fucking cried laughing at Bad Santa. That shit about them sandwiches, nigga, was hilarious, dog. And yeah, let's just talk non-black for a minute. My all-time favorite Christmas movie, period, is Home Alone. The first one, not the second one. I don't even acknowledge Home Alone, Lost in New York. Shout out to y'all who got Disney Plus. It's a whole bunch of Christmas movies on there. Facts. Real niggas got Disney Plus. Um, shout out to everybody who got Disney Plus. We out here. We gang. Uh, shout out to everybody with Apple Plus and Disney Plus. Facts. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, gang. Um, yeah, Home Alone's my favorite Christmas movie. Bad Santa is definitely and Hulu a top. On you hoes. Oh, and Hulu and ESPN Plus, just because I got the package. Facts. Gang, 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 gang. Nigga. What's today's date? Uh, the 7th, 16th. I canceled my uh, direct AT&T now today. Oh, shit. Fuck the niggas. Oh, shit. Yo, speaking of uh, subscriptions and shit, do you know anything about this Stars Comcast beef? Yeah, shit is like over. Is, is it happening? Yeah, it's over. Like for sure. Yeah, I mean, I bought stars through the app. I mean, yeah, no, uh, I'm. I already told niggas like, cause you know, I got all the Comcast channels, but I'm like, yo, I'm gladly gonna buy the app yeah. if I can't, cause I had to buy it anyway to be able to log in, cause you couldn't log in through Comcast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we ain't carrying that shit no more. Yeah. So I'm gonna rebuy it before power come out. But, yeah, I got uh, rid of Epics and Stars. So. So Epics, it was funny, which is a really good app to have because yeah. they got some fire movies on there well it was funny so when epics first came out cinemax pulled the stars and removed itself from like the package you had to buy it separately and i was like fuck you cinemax like y'all ain't got enough movies for me to give a fuck y'all ain't hbo out here um but then epics i thought would replace it and it wasn't free they was like no you gotta add epics too i was like bitch i ain't adding either one now, Epics is a part of my package, so I held out long enough. Now, well, it's, it's part like, of my shit. It's like, so if I'm a movie company, fuck, I need to go through the cable company for. Yeah. All y'all watching that shit on your smart TV or your phones anyway, yeah. I don't need the cable company. You don't need it, but I'm a traditionalist in the fact, like, I like being able to cut on my TV and all my shit is right there. Like, yeah, to be able to well, say it in shit. a remote. When you if, with Apple TV, you get a smart TV or an Apple TV. When you got Apple TV, when because you log into um when you go into the Apple TV app itself, yeah. everything you is go there. To all that shit, yeah. Everything is there, so you just hit OK and it'll open it up and wherever. I think I, I might like, get a new Apple TV. I gave mine away um because I never used it back in the day. And which one? So I had the. Uh, Second gen, like back, this is before I moved back from Atlanta. So what, like shit, where you can? Oh, now I might get the 4K joint. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I, I was looking at them today. It's different. And I was like, yeah, I might, because now I could see me using it more than what I was doing when I gave mine. I gave it away in the package because I never used it. Oh yeah, I mean, but, I, I, I legitimately watch 100 percent of my TV through yeah through the Apple. But TV. then I'm like, mm, I might not get it because I might just airdrop all my shit. From the phone or the MacBook. Well, it depends on. It just depends. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes um, they be having restrictions of what you can uh, yeah, airplay. Yeah, airplay, not airdrop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's um pull up this power trailer, bro. Power, what y'all doing? Oh, what they know about knocking boots for Christmas? Hey, let me find this official power trailer, bro. 
I don't know why power insists on being um, horrible. Alright. So you want to connect your shit to the TV so we can watch it? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um, Let's get this together real quick, man. Y'all might fuck around out here. Depending on how this go, y'all might catch a smooth ass uh break on this, nigga. Catch y'all niggas with a punch. Hold up. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. All right, here we go. Here we go. We got it. There we go. Who shot James St. Patrick? We have several suspects, but only one person pulled the trigger. Maybe you know. Why is she talking like that? She got to be holding her nose. Stop. I don't even know if he's okay. Why would you tell me? I need to know. My family needs to know if my dad is alive or not. Someone shot Jamie? Good. He deserves to pay for what he did to Angelita. I've got nothing to confess. I confess. James and I have problems in our marriage. We lost our daughter, Raina. I just can't imagine what our lives would look like without her. Look, he needs to go, all right? You got a reason to shoot him if I'm helping you. I guess I go back to being a civilian. How you figure this out? I'm running to be New York's first elected black governor. Why would I shoot him? Do you know something I don't know? Let me spell it out for you. Ghost is a drug kingpin. With a long list of enemies, any one of them could have shot him. I was this close to putting him away for life. If I had, none of this would have happened. Okay, that sounded like a confession, but it's, it's not. If you knew anything, you'd know by now I ain't no snitch. So if me talking is the best you got to figuring out who shot Ghost, you out of luck. I did not shoot James St. Patrick. If you know anything about the shooting of James St. Patrick, please call 1-833-WHO-SHOT <laughs> or tweet us using hashtag WHO-SHOT-GHOST. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Now they did that. Who shot ghost. Now they did that. Get that a little bit more rewind. Eight three three. Who shot or All right, we about to call these niggas though. Hold on, man. Live call. <laughs> we about to call. Live call on the pod. We are one hundred percent calling these niggas. Uh, one. Eight, first off, I've never seen a fucking eight three three. One eight three three. Who shot? I'm calling for my Google number because. <laughs> I don't want no 833-ass uh, calls. Hello, we back live? Yeah, we, right. we still live. Man. Bat it uh, up, bat it up. All right. Eight. Oh, shit, that's loud. Who the f... I had to uh, sound out uh, <laughs> what is who shot... <laughs> on the dial, on the T nine dollar and shit. You've reached the Who Shot Ghost tip line. If you have any information on the shooting of James St. Patrick, please leave a detailed message. Be sure to leave your email so we can follow up on your tips and tune in on January fifth on Stars for the final five episodes of Power. Okay, well, the email address is thisweekinculture at gmail.com. And we just want to know what the fuck is going on with this shit, man. This is not how y'all supposed to end, fam. Like, this was a great show, season one through three. 
this who shot? And why you got a speech impediment on the voicemail, joint? Yo, tell Blanca stop holding her nose when she talk. We don't need that hold your breath voice. And uh, we, we all know that it was Tariq. Like, we know. It had to be Reek. If it ain't Reek, I don't know why y'all making Power Book 2 starring Reek. So hit us up, man. This Week in Culture at gmail.com. We the this Week in Culture pod at gmail.com. This Week in Culture pod at gmail.com. We the livest power breakdown on the internet. Facts. Y'all fuck with Ann and Jay Johnson, man. Peace. That was <laughs> That's the littiest voice I'll ever left in my life. Man. Um, that was the worst fucking trailer I've ever seen. How you fuck up a trailer for five episodes? Like, y'all almost done, bro. Nothing that happens from this point on should be bad. I don't get it. Y'all can't fuck it. It's five episodes. Go off. You know what pissed me off? So let's talk a little bit about the season overall. Half my problem with the Power Season 6 to this point, we knew it was the final season going in. Y'all had no reasons to just remove all give a fuck and go crazy, right? Kill niggas. Dog. Kill Drake. Kill Lorenz Tate. Kill... Tasha kill everybody could die right nigga the only people they killed was uh Proctor cousin <laughs> that was it y'all could have went nuts over them 10 episodes and y'all didn't now we going into the final five and y'all entire trailer and you know who was missing from that trailer who's that Tommy no, see that was uh this maybe that wasn't the super trailer because I did see him. He was like, "Well, if y'all know anything, y'all know I'm not a snitch. So if y'all whole thing is mm. based on me telling, so then y'all ain't got nothing super else." Joint. Yeah, that wasn't that, that wasn't, was the rego joint. Yeah, yeah, because he on the uh the what they call it the little box, yeah, the thumbnail. He on that. So yeah, we gotta find that super trailer because that little trailer right there. Look like a asshole, nigga. Yeah, the, I, I'm not with it. Uh, well, we gonna we gonna talk about it, of course. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We gonna get to it, but oh, um, we definitely gonna review it, and we probably gonna have some of our fucking best moments watching this shit. Cause you know, the worse power is, the more into our bag we get. That's a fact. But it's just disappointing to see the show going down this hole. Like y'all couldn't even come up with a good phone number. One eight three three. Who shot? Who shot who? Who shot what? <laughs> Y'all couldn't have figured out a better way to do that, bro. Dog. Like that was embarrassing. Yeah, dog. It is. What would Biggie say, man? Fuck all that bickering beef, man. I just, I'm, I'm about to be bickering and beefing with power these last five episodes, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but yeah, again, to my point, if Reek didn't shoot Ghost, then I don't even see the purpose of starting a Tariq show. Yeah. Uh, cause how else and why well, else would Reek even take over? God damn it. Maybe Reek didn't shoot him. If somebody else, so the only other thing I could see, if somebody else shot Ghost and Reek was like, damn, I know I said I wanted my dad dead, but maybe I didn't, like, and now you didn't kill my dad. And then Reek go take over the streets. Yeah. Now nah, I'm Ghost. You got to make Reek a likable character in order for him to have a show. So, I'm not going to like him. No. But I'm you got to make the like attempt. So you know what they got to do with Reek? They have to turn him into Michael from The Wire. You got to go from who you are now to vigilante 
and you gotta you gotta take over the streets your own way and kind of turning because Michael back when the wire uh, was on that season where all the kids became older characters that were on there, Michael became Omar. Yeah, essentially, you gotta flip Reek into Michael, man. He gotta become. Like the early version of his dad that we heard about, the ghost that could get in and out of a room before you knew he was there. He got to start taking over all these blocks. I don't know how he's going to do it because he's a fucking idiot, but something got to happen, dog. Um, I'm going to tell you what I'm afraid of, and my fear is because I know it's going to happen. Tasha is going to live. I know they're going to whack this ending. Oh, for sure. The ending's done, bro. It's done. I'm like out of the belief that this is going to be an ending that I respect. Um, oh, man, on Watchmen, when <laughs> did you see Regina King get her ghost on, on Watchmen, on the finale, <laughs> after they blew the shit up at the end when the uh, Dr. True thing came down and Regina King was all like, oh, she oh, was falling yeah, back, yeah, 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 yeah. getting her ghost on and shit, looking like Scar. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, power has already disappointed me, bro. This trailer's a bad start. I'm gonna just keep it a buck, man. Yeah. So, well, man, we gave you niggas two and a half hours. Hey, of nothing, yo. Uh, we'll say Merry Christmas to you, niggas. Um, because by the time y'all hear this half of the episode. Y'all might recognize that we are not recording live. <laughs> you, you niggas are getting a two-parter this week. I'm going to let you know now that we're at the end. <laughs> I am at the crib in some pajamas drinking some spiked hot chocolate. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, man. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate that. Happy Hanukkah if you're Jewish. Whatever you do, man, uh, be safe in these streets. Hopefully we see y'all over the holiday break. Uh, if y'all run into me or Jay somewhere, man, buy us a drink, yo. Show us that uh, y'all fuck with the culture by getting us something to drink. Y'all can send Christmas presents. You know hey, I mean? yo, man, we ain't got a gift in a while, and I really feel kind of unappreciated by you niggas. So uh, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be the day before Christmas and you'll have ample time to hit a store and get me and Jay a gift. And if you want us to get back in the studio next week, tell us you got a gift for us and we'll be up here. I promise. <laughs> Pull it up. Um, but in the meantime, man, y'all have a wonderful, safe holiday. We will talk to y'all soon. I'm at that's Jay Johnson. This week in culture episode 77. We out.